Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. It's Monday once again. Monday, Monday, Monday. And I know everybody is so excited that it is once again a Monday. <laughs> so I, uh, my day's already starting out so wonderfully. I um, set my alarm with uh, Alexa and uh, plays 70s on 7 and wakes me up in the morning. And uh, occasionally, for whatever reason, they don't want to half work. And I'll say, stop, cancel. You know, it'll say, do you want to cancel all the alarms? I'm like, no, it's fine. Just stop the stupid thing. It stops. I'm going down the hall, and all of a sudden, I hear it just blasting again. So I'm running as fast as I can so I wake up my family. I unplug the stupid thing and just throw it, uh, you know. So that's uh, how it goes. And then uh, come down to get everything ready to do the devotion this morning. And uh, the stupid uh, computer decided it needed to restart itself and do an update. So I have to go do all you believe I have to go through to get everything back up again. And then to make it even better, as I'm getting up to start the devotion, I have a metal desk out here with metal legs and cracked my knee on the side of the of the uh, leg of the table there. So uh, it's just been just wonderful <laughs> i want to go back to bed i really do so anyway <laughs> with that said we got watching this morning amy oaks turner tracy little michelle fox ferris the myth the legend that is miss mousy jennifer hanukkah mike yes and caroline kelly and some girl named brandy boyd young not for me with her but i'm glad she could join us all right my friends at this time let's do our morning pledge of allegiance I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, will hide its words in my heart, that I might not sin against God. All right, praise the Lord for that. We can be able to say those wonderful pledges each and every morning, even though we live in a country that uh, is still wonderful, great, but we have people that just want to destroy it for whatever reason. I have no idea as to why. Uh, they want to take away our freedoms. I'm so sick and tired of this racial division. I'm tired of this LGBTQ mess being shoved down our throats every time I turn around. It's just, I, it's getting old, people. I'm just, I tell you what, I'm, I'm not advocating for violence, but I'm just at a point where I, I just wonder if we need a civil war, I, a clean house. I'm just, I've just had a belly full. I really have. It's just, uh, it's, 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 it's insanity uh, at its finest. Our officer, police officers being attacked at every turn, shot and killed. Uh, it just, crime rates are exponentially higher now. Uh, people being sued and uh, because they uh, want to stand on their Christian principles because they don't want to support the, the Rainbow Coalition. And uh, uh, it's just crazy, man. I just, I'm just, uh, I don't know about you all, I'm just done. You know, I just I just wish things could go back to the way they used to be, where men were men and women were women, and they were glad of it, you know. So, but oh well, we'll just have to keep praying that everything will, uh, Lord will just intervene and uh, things will get for the better. Let's look at our verses of discussion this morning. First Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. 
So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. All right. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. Mike Hensley said, the more freedoms they take from us gives them more freedom to control. Yeah, he, well, there's so much truth in what Mike just said. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, they uh, discussing that uh, there's a good chance that uh, the conservatives will take over the House, slim possibility to take over the Senate, uh, although it's it's good possibility it'll happen. But, you know, for a few things, few things ever change when once uh, a transition in power happens because they're all in the same political chess game. Two, uh, so many Americans have become so dependent upon government assistance. Uh, and I'm not talking about food stamps, things like that. I'm talking about the, like these $1,400 uh, bailout checks, the loss of incentive to work. Uh, most people, you know, you've had this mass uh, walkout, as they were calling it, uh, where people just quitting their jobs. I, I don't understand how you do that and live. I don't, I don't get that. But anyway, uh, of course, most of them probably moved back home with their mom and dad is probably why they were able to do it. But uh, so the incentive to work hard has been removed, uh, the incentive to want more. Uh, and so it is, um, uh, they have uh, conditioned so many Americans into a soft socialistic state of mind that to transition them back out of that is going to be very hard and very difficult. The, 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 the road that has been laid down uh, for what their agenda and so many people as, as, as Taking it in, hook, line, and sinker. That, that's the bad aspect of it, or part of it. So, good morning, Karen Smith. So, yeah, so they're, uh, uh, they want to control us, and uh, they're doing a darn good job of it, and people are allowing it to happen. That's the bad thing. What is it? Um, uh, oh, goodness, my mind went blank. Um, uh, what's the, the quote? Um, uh, Any man to sacrifice security for freedom, I don't know. Google it. Look it up. You can you can type it in the comments. Give you some homework while I'm talking here. All right. Let's get let's get on with it. So get. Uh, sorry. First Peter two one through three is what we're talking about here, and uh, we're talking about the Word of God. All right. And of course, you know, I try every day to uh, get you encouraged to get in the Word, to dive in the Word, uh, spend that time in prayer, and it's imperative and it's important for our Christian walk uh, to make sure that we are studying God's Word each and every day. It's imperative for our spiritual growth. You know, it is, um, you know, when you have kids who are growing up, a lot of times they, they want to be measured by their height, and uh, you know, even me when I was little, uh, I was bad about wanting to get on my tiptoes because I wanted to be tall. Oh, how I wanted to be tall, so bad! You know, I wanted to be like six five, you know, six seven. You know, I wanted to be, uh, and I'd hang myself from the monkey bars, and uh, then I got worried that my arms would grow long and my body wouldn't, so I quit doing that. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, but it didn't happen, you know. I, uh, I just, uh, I'm, uh, I guess you know, God allows things to reach a certain height. Uh, when to, to, he considers it perfect, and I guess he just figured I was at the perfect height. So, but uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, uh, it didn't happen. But uh, kids like to to see where they're growing, and sometimes they don't grow as fast as others. But see, that's the thing with Christian walk: we need to constantly be growing, and we need to be measuring ourselves and excited in the fact that we are growing spiritually in the Lord. And the only way we can do that is is taking in. The Word of God, and just like milk for spiritual growth, for nourishment. See, a child, a baby, um, if he nurses from his mother, 
that uh, they can live off of that mother's milk and not have any other source and still live as far as food goes. And when a child is not growing and is not getting that nourishment, there's concern. If there's weight loss, there's no uh, height difference, uh, then that's when doctors get concerned. They have to try other alternatives to make sure that baby is growing. And I think so many people, so many Christians uh, have neglected their time in the Word and their growth has been stunted and they don't care. You know, that it should be an alarm. It should be a, a something for a concern uh, that you are not growing uh, more in the Lord. Because one, that, was, uh, that the Word of God God is pure. You know, that's one thing that we can look at. It is, uh, the Greek word means literally not deceitful. It's the same word as in verse 1 with an alpha added to the front, which negates the meaning. It means unadulterated, not watered down. Uh, dishonest merchants in that day would add water to the milk to make more profit. This was deceitful milk. Peter tells us too long for the pure, for us too long for the pure, not deceitful milk. So that's one thing we can count on is the fact that God's word is pure, unadulterated. It is truth that we can base our convictions, our beliefs, the foundation of what we understand is God's word. It, like I said before, it is static. It is unchanging. Culture, society, uh, the, the, the thinking of man may will change throughout time, but God's word is static and it is truth and we can build upon that. And I don't care what society may say. They may say it's antiquated. You know, we've got... Uh, People out there with their own constitution who wants to change it, says it's out of date and antiquated, wants to change that, which will uh, effectively change our freedoms, as Mike was referring to here earlier. But if you try to monkey with God's word, it's going to send you way down a path. Because what does God's word say? Woe to any man who adds or takes away from his word. And so we, and so it's so sad to see so many who have been eager to do that very thing because so that way they can live the life they want instead of pursuing the life that God wants. And trust me, my friends, we want the life that God wants for us. And so therefore, we have to make sure that we are, uh, you know, that, um, well, the Bible declares that the root cause of our problems is our sin. And so by confronting our sin and presenting God's remedy for it, the Bible brings lasting healing. All right. So that, that's the only way where we're going to get our answers. That's where we're going to get our healing. That's where, you know, that's where we have to run to. Uh, you know, remember, this is God's love letters to us. And so therefore, we want more of God's word. You know, we want to read it. You know, just think before texting. All right. Uh, when I was in high school or whatever, some girl would uh, send me uh, write down a, a letter. And if it was a girl that I liked, I would you know be like, oh man, you know, I'd read it a couple of times over, and uh, you know, and you know, it always started out, oh, you're so hot and good looking, and you know, it, it, it's always the same. Everyone, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. But anyway, <laughs> it's uh, you know, but you know, you would always as I do that. If you got a, a love letter, you know, you could wait to read it, and you may read it a couple of times. Well, man, God's word should be like yeah, you should be. Excited, and you should, you should greet it with great joy and anticipation, with a smile on your face, because this is God's love letters to us to help us through what we're going through in this life and trials and tribulations. And for that healing, you know, as I've said before, so many times in counseling situations, have you spent time on Word? Have you prayed to God? And they look at me and say, no. And I'm like, how do you do that, man? I can get through the day without spending time in God's Word. I don't say that to act like super Christian, but it's something I have to have. You know, it's it's just like eating. You know, I'm on a diet trying to get this fat belly off of me. And I love to eat, all right? It's hard, okay? It's, it's, it's not 
the older I get, the harder it is to lose weight because I like to eat, okay? I like to snack. I like my food. And, uh, uh, and so, uh, but you, but, you know, you don't want to abuse that. See, that's, that's that sin of gluttony. You know, you always see these fat preachers going off on all these other sins, but boy, they don't say much about that area, do they? So, you know, but in moderation, even in eating, everything in moderation. But when it comes to God's word, that's one area that we should indulge in. That's one area that we should overeat in, uh, in, in quotations. You know, when it comes to the things of God's word, we should want more of that. Why? Because God's word is rational. In a world of irrational behaviors, irrational thinking, we have God's word that is truly indeed rational. Uh, the Bible in Romans 12, 1 uh, Paul presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice uh, to God is our spiritual, rational service of worship. He means that it is a spiritual thing to do since we do it literally as a burnt offering, but rather spiritually by yielding ourselves to the will of God. And it is the it, and it is the reasonable thing to do in light of God's mercies to us. So we are uh, you know it's kind of comparing it to like literal. Uh, mother's milk, if you will, uh, is, is the spiritual milk is what it's getting at. And the spiritual milk is rational and uh, something to be grasped by the mind. And that Christianity is rational. You know, if you notice, the further the pendulum swings away from God, the more irrational and, and psychotic and, uh, and crazy the world is. I mean, you can see it clearly. I mean, you can turn on the news and, and see how we're so many people's got so far from God. And here we are, and for those of us who are saved, who understand Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, those of us who are going to church, those of us who are staying in the Word and prayer, we're looking at this stuff, and we know what normality is we know what rationality is and we look at the world like you have lost your minds and what's crazy is they look at us like and we're the crazy ones that's why we are considered the threat you know that's why we are are looked at as the extremist uh, the, we're the people that clings to our guns and our bibles you know they don't get it why because the god of this world has blinded their eyes and minds that's why they are irrational in their thought process and here we are steeped in rationality in god's word that's what we're looking at these people thinking man you're crazy and they are you know, the fact that they want to uh, take mental illness and try to normalize that because, uh, guys, I'm sorry, there's no other way to look at alternative lifestyle choices. Uh, I don't care if it's transgender. I don't care what. Hey, right now, they're wanting to jail. All right, get this down. They want to put in prison parents who do not agree with their child's uh, if, if a child comes and says, I, I think I'm a girl, or if a boy comes and says, I'm a girl, or a girl says, I'm a boy, and don't agree and have them transition, they are now trying to put parents in jail for that. Do you understand that? I mean, that's, that's how insanity it is, but it is a mental illness. Uh, you know, and so this, this needs to be treated psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, not supporting it and trying to say that it is normal when it is anything but normal. It is abnormal. All right. Uh, the fact that's why they call themselves queer, because it is abnormal behavior. All right. So going on. Now, the word of God is nourishing. Uh, you know, we see that again, that uh, it is uh, that perfect food. But here's the thing. As newborn babies, they are on milk. But as they get older, that's when they get more and more on solid food. That's like, uh, my, I remember when my little girl was just a baby, my mother-in-law uh, was trying to give her more solid food, and I was getting very angry. She was like, it's not going to hurt it. Maybe not. But uh, I was ready for her to have more solid food. <laughs> 
So, and I still like to aggravate her to this day about things like it. But, uh, but hey, what's mother laws for if you can't torment them? But anyway, uh, you know, but on and on that milk, you get more so, so that's why you, if you notice in God's Word, it talks about the newborn Christian on the milk of God's Word, but then it progresses on as we mature, we get more on the meat, we get more in-depth study, we get more in-depth understanding of God's Word. But when we're first newborn Christians, we can't comprehend all that at once. It takes time to learn, to grow, and to get closer to God. That's why you study deeper and deeper to God's Word to understand more and more of His promises. You know, so I've said before, I read the, you know, do that, read the Bible in a year. And I've done it now for, um, this will be, this year make um, 17 times I've read through the Bible completely. And, um, you know, it is wonderful. You know, if you read a novel and you reread it, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. And, you know, you kind of get bored with it. But, you know, I've never, done, I've never done that with God's Word. It's like it's always something new, always something refreshing, always something more that God has, has revealed to me when, in reading His Word. And I look forward to it. And I hope that you do too, because we want to uh, to drink that in. We want to have that nourishment in our spiritual walk. And uh, you know, so that's we have to be very clear, be careful too, the uh, uh, to to put off uh, to work on that sinful aspect of our lives. What I'm getting at here, and uh, that's what we get to in the in the first part of these verses in regards to uh, malice, which is a general word for wickedness. Envy, refer to the attitudes behind much deceit, hypocrisy. You know, we look at these things. Things that um, uh, that we know gets in the way of our spiritual walk, and we have to try to work on that because we want to have that obedience to God. See, we want to, you know, our our, our sinful nature lives in disobedience to God. We want to we want to strive for obedience. So, my friends, as my encouragement for you this morning is to make sure that you're eagerly spending that time in the Word. Not a, a looking at it as a chore. Well, I have to do this. That you want to do it. And I encourage you to do it first thing in the morning. I, it there's nothing in stone that you have that says that you have to do it in the morning. You can do it any time of the day as long as you do it. But for me personally, I think it just sets a precedence for the rest of the day. Because once you spend that time with God, you know, you're making that your priority. That's the first thing you're going to do. You know, well... Uh, it should be the first thing to do. Of course, I always have to have my coffee, but, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know, it is, uh, you know, you want to make that your first priority. But then, and then start to turn on your TV and start getting your day going. But it's important to spend that time with the Lord. And then that way you, your day will go in the right direction. And when those, uh, day, when that, when you have those days where you're banging your knee against the leg of the table, you know, the Lord gives you a little more strength not to say words you shouldn't. All right. <laughs> So, all right, my friends, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you, Lord. Thank you so much for this good word. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us every day to, to drink in your word, to be hungry for that nourishment of the gospel. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to take that in each and every day. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be closer to you, to be eager to grow, to want to learn. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be on fire for you. Lord, if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray to be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching and listening this morning. And Lord, I pray that you will give them strength and encouragement, give them safety as they're going out and about their day. Lord, be with our kids who are going to school, work, or play. Let them have a good, safe, wonderful day. Put a holy protection about them as well. Lord, help us to work hard, to be a light in this world of darkness, and to be the ambassadors that you've called us to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.